Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Here and his wife, Tanya, have taken the first steps officially toward possibly selling the franchise. Also this morning... An arrest and two others are wanted in the shooting of Washington Commander Brian Robinson. I'm Dick Iuliano. In other news... Newly released video shows the scary conclusion of a high-speed chase in Fairfax County. I'm Mike Marilla. Good morning. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Game four of the World Series made baseball history, but not the kind that hometown fans in Philadelphia would have liked. Ground ball left side coming in Bregman. He scoops the short hop, throws on a move to first in time, and that is a ball game. A World Series no-hitter for the Houston Astros. That call from their radio network, it took four pitchers to accomplish that. Christian Javier and the Houston bullpen. The Astros blanking the Phillies five, zip evening the series at two games apiece. Continuing a recent series of launches once again spooking neighbors and Washington. North Korea fired what appeared to be three medium to long-range ballistic missiles on Thursday morning. One missile was predicted to fly over Japan, leading to shelter indoors warnings being issued in three prefectures in the north of the country. Japan's defense minister later confirmed that the missile had fallen into the Sea of Japan without flying over Japanese territory. That is reporter Gavin Blair in Tokyo. South Korea says, in fact, that, that the most serious North Korean missile test failed. Also, that ongoing air drills with the U.S. will be extended. Speaking not far from the site of the January 6th riot of Trump supporters, current President Biden made a speech aimed both at voters next week and maybe the history books pleading with voters to save democracy from lies and violence. It's estimated that there are more than 300 election deniers on the ballot all across America this year. We can't ignore the impact this is having on our country. It's damaging, it's corrosive, and it's destructive. Mr. Biden also referenced the recent hammer attack on the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. More about that now from correspondent Natalie Brand. CBS News has confirmed cameras captured the break-in at House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco home, video accessible to Capitol officers monitoring high-interest locations. Suspect David DePap, accused of assaulting the Speaker's husband, Paul Pelosi, has pleaded not guilty to charges including attempted murder. Someone who was willing to enact violence uh, that was politically motivated. Prosecutors say he had a list of politicians he was targeting. Natalie Brand, CBS News, Capitol Hill. There has been a big court settlement linked to the nation's opioid crisis. Jim Crisula reports. CVS Health and Walgreens have agreed in principle to pay nearly $10 billion to settle lawsuits related to the nation's opioid crisis. State and local governments had sued the pharmacy chains, accusing them of filling prescriptions that should have been flagged as inappropriate. Settlement talks are ongoing with Walmart. There is no winner in Wednesday night's huge $1.2 billion Powerball jackpot Next drawing Saturday night, the jackpot then one and a half billion. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply just don't like how it works, well, right now, during open enrollment, is a perfect time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when. The Maryland general election is November 8. You have several ways to vote. You can postmark your ballot or place it in a drop box by 8 p.m. on November 8. 
or you can vote in person at your polling location on Election Day between 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. For more information, visit elections.maryland.gov slash 2022. That's elections.maryland.gov slash 2022. WTOP at 303. Thursday morning, November 3rd, 2022. We're looking at a mostly sunny day today. Pleasant, the high near 70 degrees. You're waking up to 46 in our nation's capital. Hey, Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do ride into this 3 a.m. hour Thursday together. We're following here at WTOP several major developments this early hour related to the Washington Commanders. And the very latest is this. This morning, media entrepreneur Byron Allen is reportedly preparing a bid formally to buy this team. That's what Bloomberg is reporting this hour. It would be actually his second attempt this year to acquire an NFL franchise. This all following news this week that appears to indicate the Snyders are open to selling the franchise now. Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder says in a statement he remains committed to the team, but the franchise owner and his wife Tanya announced that they have hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions, which could mean anything from adding minority shareholders to selling the franchise, which Snyder purchased a majority stake in from the estate of Jack Kent Cooke in 1999. Forbes magazine values the commanders at $5.6 billion. Dave Preston, WTOP News. NFL tells WTOP this morning any potential transaction would have to be presented to the NFL Finance Committee for review and require a yes vote by 24 of the 32 teams in the league. In the meantime, several local fans reacting this week to this news as they spoke with our news partners over at NBC4. Is this going to be good news for D.C.? I think so. It can only get better. To have Dan Snyder out would be great. We're not going to get a parade for the uh, for the Super Bowl, so we can at least get a parade that... For a new owner. Yep. Ding dong, the witch is dead. On another front, the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia, we hear, has opened a formal criminal investigation into accusations of financial wrongdoing by the commanders. This coming from two sources this week familiar with the matter who spoke with ESPN. Now, the sources say this inquiry was triggered by a letter to the House Oversight Committee sent to the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, and several attorneys general at the same time back in the spring and April regarding possibly deceptive business practices. In response, an attorney for the team telling ESPN this week the accusations are simply untrue. And word that a 17-year-old has been arrested just this week for the shooting of Washington Commanders rookie Brian Robinson Jr., but police say they're still in this case looking for two others this morning who took part. Running back Brian Robinson was shot in the leg in the August attempted carjacking. D.C. Police Chief Robert Cotty is hoping video images released by police help lead to the capture of two more. There was an individual, a second individual with a gun at that scene, and there was also an individual who was driving the getaway car. The police chief issued a somber warning about kids and what he called an insane amount of ghost guns. Easy to assemble guns bought online. When you have 13 and 14 year olds able to get access to firearms the way that we're seeing right now, that is very alarming to me. Some of our young people are showing up in violent spaces where they have not before. That is a concerning thing. On H Street Northeast, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. WTOP News Time at 3.07, an update on traffic and weather a minute away. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. 
However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Dean Lane on WTOP. Thursday morning, November 3rd. Welcome into WTOP 308 in the morning. Glad you're slow or clogged drains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Rich Hunter is with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, the good news on the outer loop of the Beltway just before you get to Route 1 College Park, the crash relocated to the right shoulder. All lanes have been reopened, so no leftover delay. Good news there. Still working on the outer loop as you head north of Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue to a point just beyond Ritchie Marlboro Road, exit 13. Still getting by the paving project, single file to the right. A uh, few more folks on the road now starting to see a little bit of a slowdown, but still not too bad considering you're down to a single lane to the right. On the inner loop between Connecticut Avenue and Georgia Avenue, two right lanes get you by the work there. If you're traveling on the outer loop leaving Montgomery County, beginning just south of River Road and extending down across the American Legion Bridge through Georgetown Pike, eventually down to one single lane to the left of the work zone. On the outer loop between 123 and 66, single right lane gets you by there. Don't forget the off-ramp to go west on 66 remains closed as part of that work. If you're traveling on 66 eastbound between 28 and the Fairfax County Parkway, single right lane gets you by. The exit to go north on 28 is closed. You're going to get diverted to the Fairfax County Parkway. You can also self-divert early on 29 and use that to go uh, north on 29 to northbound 28 uh, to avoid that longer diversion toward the fair, fair, toward fair Lakes. Stick with that one. It works a little bit easier at this point. 95 southbound, just about done picking up the works on the other car rest area. But they did have a left lane closed. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. November, normally a cooler month, but not starting off that way at all. Low temperatures, or actually average temperatures, are in the low 60s in most locations. We're going to be in the 70s the next couple of days, going for a high in the upper 60s to around 70 on your Thursday. We'll see increasing sunshine during the day. Friday, a high of 74 with sun. Saturday, going for 77, just a few degrees shy of a record high. And on Sunday, high temperatures in the low to mid-70s. We're tracking a pretty good chance for some showers during the day. Not a washout, but something we'll watch for you. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, you are waking up to 50 degrees this early hour at Fort Belvoir, 55, Foggy Bottom, and Silver Spring. We're at 46 and holding in our nation's capital. This 3 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, November 3rd, here at WTLP. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, papers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimates. The Invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The latest in just moments on WTOP this morning. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job. 
which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. WTOP and Silver Diner bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP. At home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday for dine-in lunch only at 18 Silver Diner locations. Enter today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch Friday. This is WTOP News. Out to Ukraine this morning, there are reports the U.S. government is increasingly concerned now about the possibility that Russia could use nuclear weapons in Ukraine. The question is, what type of weapons? This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more on this. A strategic nuclear weapon, which is a weapon like the bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in World War II that deliver large nuclear yields that killed a lot of people immediately and a lot of other people were poisoned by radiation and died later. And the descendants of some survivors had serious complications down the road. Russia would not, according to military sources I've spoken to, risk the consequences of doing something like that for two reasons. One, they're in close proximity to Ukraine and they could essentially hurt themselves. Two, the Kremlin leadership is not suicidal. They want to dominate Ukraine, but they don't want to die for Ukraine. That's what would happen if they used a strategic nuclear weapon, either by killing themselves with a weapon or the West's response. The other option is a tactical nuclear weapon, which would have a much, much, much lower nuclear yield and may kill or injure very few, if any, people. Using it in some uninhabited place like the middle of a body of water in the the region would not likely cause any casualties but the U.S. and other countries have said if Russia did it, they would still have a stiff cost to pay. But Russia still has options. J.J., we do know that the Kremlin likes to play a lot of mind games. So this on again, off again about nuclear weapons. Why are they doing this? This is all about the mind games. And who is their audience? It's Westerners because Russia's neighbors have been dealing with this for decades. They know how to manage it. But we who are late to the party are the target. Disinformation played a huge role in 2016 and the 2020 elections. Whether we want to admit it or not, U.S. intelligence investigations, congressional investigations, Facebook investigated, and the bottom line is that Many Americans were tricked by Russia's government-linked disinformation. So they're doing it again. Why? The U.S. is leading the fight against Russian aggression with weapons and with money. And Russia knows that if it can confuse the electorate, if it can confuse Americans and force us to stop supporting our own government and not believe in our own government, then it's essentially won a big battle. That's why they do this. With the very latest of the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green in a conversation with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. with Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Thursday, November 3rd, 3.15 indeed sports time and Rob's turn this early hour. The Wizards kicked off a miserable sports night for Philadelphia by beating the 76ers 121-111 to notch their third win in their last four meetings with the Sixers, Wes Unsell Jr. I think we were aggressive, just shy of 70 points in the paint, so those are high efficiency looks. That allows you to kind of stem the tide. It's tough, but we know that they're going to shoot a ton of threes. The Sixers made 19 of them, while the Wizards made only five to become the first team in 
NBA history to win despite such a wide three-point shooting disadvantage. The game was played earlier to account for World Series Game 4 in Philadelphia, which was a historic 5-0 win for Houston to even the series at two games apiece. Dusty Baker's team pitched the first combined no-hitter in World Series history, but why not stay with Christian Javier the whole way, Dusty? We had a fresh bullpen. Our guys are throwing good down there. We had him around 100. We didn't want to start him out that, you know, in that next inning. But, uh, boy, that was some way to win a ball game. No kidding. It was the first World Series no-hitter in 66 years. But the news of the day centered locally on the Washington Commanders. Off the field, co-owners Dan and Tanya Snyder are exploring potential transactions involving the team, which likely means a sale of the franchise, Taylor Heineke. That's been kind of talk around town for a while now, and I think Coach Rivera does a really good job of keeping that away from us um, and letting us focus on football. And on the practice field, Chase Young was there for the first time in nearly a year with a brace on his surgically repaired knee. I feel real good, man, uh, just to be out there with my teammates. I feel like I was part of the guys again. Ron Rivera said after practice, Young looked quick and spry. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob, as always. Thursday morning, November 3rd. Welcome in this early morning to WTOP. Glad you're spending your time with us. 3.16 in the morning. To be exact. Along the job stories we're following for you this early hour on WTOP as you rise with us this early morning. The Washington Commanders say team owners Dan and Tanya Snyder, as you heard from Rob there, have hired Bank of America to consider transactions that may include a sale of the team. And this morning, Bloomberg's reporting media tycoon Byron Allen is getting ready to make a bid. ESPN reporting federal prosecutors on another front in the state of Virginia have opened a criminal investigation into the commander's finances for the team. Also, a 17-year-old is said to be under arrest this morning in the August shooting of commander's running back Brian Robinson, Jr. In other news, just five days now before the midterm elections, President Joe Biden imploring voters to save American democracy from the election-dying lies of supporters former President Donald Trump and the violence, he says, they've inspired. He made a speech last night at Union Station. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes, where the time now is 3.17. Federal watchdog is accusing the architect of the Capitol of ethical violations, in part because of what happened in the weeks leading up to the 2020 election. Brett Blanton was appointed by then-President Donald Trump. The inspector general says in September 2020, when the Capitol was closed for COVID, Blanton's wife made social media posts showing Blanton and family in the dome of the Capitol that read, this is happening, all patriots welcome. Another read, contact me for a private tour. The IG says the posts give the appearance of impropriety in using the office for private gain. The bulk of the report accuses Blanton of abusing government property and wasting taxpayer dollars by letting his family drive government SUVs and driving them on family vacations. Neil Loganstein, WTLP News. And Thursday morning, 3rd of November 2022, 3.18 in the morning on WTLP. Traffic and weather on the 8s. First, as always, over to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, traveling on the Beltway in Maryland on the inner loop as you head past Connecticut Avenue toward George Avenue, beginning by the work sign. Two lanes to the right, but as of late doing so without delay. Still working on the outer loop in that long stretch, beginning just after Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue and extending all the way through Ritchie Marlboro Road. Again, down to a single lane to the right through the paving project. On the Beltway in Montgomery County, headed south of River Road, Continuing across the American Legion Bridge through Georgetown Pike. Still getting by that work zone. Single file to the left. Keep in mind the exit to both the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike remains open. They did create a path for you to make that exit, so no worries there. 
Once you're past that work zone, the last one's on the outer loop between 123 and I-66. And there you're down to a single right lane getting by. Keep in mind the ramp to go west on 66 still closed as part of that work zone. Now, if you're traveling 395 northbound, as you approach the exit for Washington Boulevard and the Pentagon exit 8, the right lane and the off-ramp, which would take you toward the Pentagon exit 8B, closed by the work zone. 66 eastbound between 28 and the Fairfax County Park, where you have been getting by the work zone, single file to right. They may have stopped traffic in that work zone. Once you do get moving again, you will get by single file to the right through that work zone. Keep in mind, the exit to go north on 28th still closed as part of that work zone. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Oh, the 70s are here, and they want to stick around for a while. We had a high of 71 on our Wednesday, going 70 on Thursday with more sunshine during the afternoon. On Friday, going for a high temperature of 74, and it gets even warmer. A high of 77 degrees on Saturday. That's close to 15 degrees above average. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. I know this early morning, 53 in Annapolis, 48 in Bowie, 50 in Leesburg. We're at 46 in Holding in our nation's capital. This check, 3 a.m. hour on WTLP, Thursday morning, November 3rd. Welcome in. Brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. Good morning. It's 3.20. Just as the citizen is at the core of every government mission, the government is at the core of the PEGA government platform. With PEGA's low-code platform for AI-powered decisioning and workflow automation, Federal agencies can focus on improving service for citizens and achieving mission goals, all while avoiding disruption to critical systems and services. Learn more about the PEGA government platform at pega.com slash government. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. This is WTOP News. As food prices soared over the past year, restaurants charged us more. But even after covering their own higher costs for supplies and ingredients, restaurants and other companies are still raising their prices today. And their profit margins are soaring. This morning, Isabella Tominetti, one of the New York Times reporters who's been looking into this with her take. Even beyond restaurants, companies like Coca-Cola and PepsiCo have raised prices on chips and drinks to keep up with inflation. But they've also seen their profits increase pretty substantially. And if we look at Chipotle, for example, third quarter profit was up. 26% from a year ago, and the company expects prices to go up as much as 15% by the end of the year. So we're seeing higher prices that are trickling down to consumers, but companies are also profiting at the same time. Isabella, are they worried they're going to price some consumers away at this point? Because, you know, folks do have an uncle point. Yeah, that's a good question. So on the Chipotle call, they had talked about, executives talked about how they had seen less of lower income consumers. So already we're starting to see that start to happen, but it depends on your your income bracket. Now, for the past number of months, we've heard supply chain, supply chain, supply chain, that, uh, you know, things have gotten so difficult to ship around that this is a major reason why companies have had to raise their prices. But are we now at past that point as the supply chain actually eased up some and the companies are just taking advantage of, of the inflationary atmosphere? 
Mm, so, I mean, it's hard to say because it obviously depends on the particular situation. What we do know is it's gotten more expensive to do just about everything because of inflation from packaging to transporting goods. And as a result, companies have had to increase prices. Some critics might say that companies are, are raising prices more than they need to, but companies would argue that COVID and, and supply chain woes are, are forcing them to continue to raise prices and they will probably continue to increase prices into the next quarter. So what's the biggest takeaway for all of us listening? Yeah, I think as a result of these high prices, consumers are beginning to change their shopping habits. I spoke to two different consumers who have started going to cheaper stores to stock up on groceries. And One woman I spoke to said she was buying more essentials from Walmart in order to save money. So I think consumer habits are, are starting to change, even though companies are saying that, that people can keep up with the high prices. New York Times reporter Isabella Sabinetti talking inflation with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. When you hire your local Serta Pro painters, you get the power of prepping for the holidays. Get your house ready for the invasion of the relatives. The power of fresh color. We're your color experts and we'll make your color vision come true. From a customized project plan to getting the job done on time, contact your local Serta Pro painters today and get the power of Pro. Get started at SertaPro.com. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. We'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. WTOP at 325 Thursday morning. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55. A preview of your business day now on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street has its work cut out if it is to recover from yesterday's steep losses. Fed Chair Jerome Powell pulled the rug out from under the market with a warning that it is too soon to think about a pause in its rate-raising cycle. He says there's still a ways to go to wring inflation out of the economy. The Fed raised rates by another three-quarters percent. The Nasdaq fell three percent to lead the retreat. With high mortgage rates smothering the housing market, Open Door Technologies is tightening its belt. The home flipping company is laying off 550 employees, or 18 percent of its staff, after it was forced to sell some homes at a loss. Qualcomm says the market for smartphones and other consumer devices is fading fast. The biggest maker of smartphone chips posted quarterly profits that were in line with forecasts, but it expects results for the coming quarter to come up short. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. The Maryland general election is November 8. You have several ways to vote. You can postmark your ballot or place it in a drop box by 8 p.m. on November 8. Or you can vote in person at your polling location on Election Day between 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. For more information, visit elections.maryland.gov slash 2022. That's elections.maryland.gov slash 2022. 